2: on oh, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We want to hear what you guys have to say.
0: You can also help us build community by becoming a patron on patreon.com slash Plate. By contributing to this podcast, you help us continue our powerful work to change culture one episode at a time. So let's get started. Hey, what's up y'all? Hello, hello. What's your tea? What, what's, what's
2: what's going on in the gayborhood?
0: The neighborhood is quiet. I haven't really been to our neighborhood in a minute. I haven't quiet. been in Montrose in a minute.
2: I haven't been to Montrose in a. I don't even. I think after I had got discriminated against, so I was like, "Bitch, y'all tried it. Like this is only. My the gay area is only um, only protect white people. So <laughs> I don't feel safe here, either, girl.
0: Uh oh, that's so horrible to say. <laughs> but so it true. is, but like that was <laughs> my experience. Uh I have also been um I got stood up for a date today. Like
2: no, that's why you look dolled up today. Oh, this is like, giving uh, I feel uh, cute. But I don't
0: feel dolled up, but I feel cute. <laughs>
2: it's, it's giving me bag lady bag lady yeah it's giving me earth mother
0: baby <laughs> but no i wasn't uh no this is was, wasn't what what i was gonna wear this is just what i threw on to go have brunch earlier today um
2: it's kind i'm I'm like i'm loving all the nudes
0: and
1: stuff
0: yeah but you know i have been talking to him and we've been talking for a minute and he just never asked me on a date, and he asked me on a date, and then he stood me up He so know, like, he, did he, he gave me the, the warning. warning, huh? Oh, okay. I was gonna say that he goes but he gave me no warning. He didn't go he just said something came up and he wants to reschedule but the time that he wants to reschedule I'll be out of town. So oh. Yeah, so It was annoying because I spent last night kind of getting a little bit of anxiety about it
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Why were you so, a- I, I went through that it.
0: process of calming myself down you know how you got anxiety you like bitch you tripping dah, dah, dah. and you having this prep talk like dah, dah, dah. and then i i go through that process and then i don't even go on the fucking date oh i'm so annoyed by that <laughs> 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 but it is what it is he he you know he warned me he was like you know let's reschedule and he was super apologetic and blah 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 blah, you know, so
2: so what do you like about him? Let's get into it. It is the spring What's us go what's going, okay, so let's talk about it. you know what do I like about him about, yeah, we well, you know since his trans day of visibility was it's close to it, right
0: <laughs> um. I don't know what relevance they have to trans day visibility. I can tell you what I like. But <laughs>
2: does trannies deserve to have a date or trans Am- <laughs> day <Thursday> visibility. Not <laughs>
0: trannies deserve to have a date. You, are, you sound transphobic. Get off this show.
1: <laughs> you are problematic and
0: trash.
2: <laughs> whatever. You know some of the girls don't mind being caught. So
0: Her I island. like. I like him because he's a math teacher. <laughs> he is out of my normal hood nigga range. I'm trying something new. <laughs> trying to be a grown woman about my dating options. Um, but yes, he is a math teacher. We have really, really great conversations. We've been kind of talking and discussing things for quite a long time. Um, you know, we his mindset about transness is quite I wouldn't say refreshing, but it's never been. a. Um, it just never seemed like it's been a, a thing like we met and he didn't know my tea and then I told him my tea and we kind of just had these organic conversations about it, um, honest conversations um nothing really disturbing nothing really like oh my progressive you get what i'm saying that really cool balance he wasn't like oh yeah i'm down with the trans thing and not that that would be a problem but there was some it, the resistance isn't the right word i don't know what the word is but it was awesome. so like oh um I've never been in this situation, but I'm not going to be creeped out about it. Let's talk. Explain that to me. Um, not explain it in, I am i don't know about it at all, but very thoughtful, curious questions where it wasn't just, <laughs> so you, you, you still got a dick? <laughs> it was bullshit like that. It was really... Um, you know, just really thoughtful questions that he asked. So that didn't, you know how that, that first conversation that you have with somebody when you tell them they T it either immediately go to sexuality <laughs> or it's immediately, oh no, this is too much for me. Oh, or they don't say it outright like, oh no, this is too much for me, but the conversation fizzles out. <laughs> so it didn't happen like that. It was very oh this is a peculiar situation that i'm in <laughs> it was very like that and he was and he just started asking me really thoughtful questions um and it would the the trans conversation would wax and wane so it did it didn't just stay questions about trans you know he he hit me up like once my tea came out he hit me up Couple of days later, talking about politics. Hit me up a couple of days later, talking about Oprah. Hit me up a couple of days later, talking about Lil' Bootsy, and then the then the then the trans conversation comes up. You get what I'm saying? Like then we back to that conversation. It didn't just stay on trans. It kind of just we went. We really Everywhere. go with a very thoughtful um, flow, and so that part of it was refreshing because, as we know, it's either over-sexualization, objectification, or disinterest. That's where it usually goes. Um, or trans
2: one-on-one shit where you be or like- Or trans
0: one-on-one shit. And it didn't feel like it was one-on-one. I, I, it didn't feel like he was, oh my God, educated about transness. It just felt like, oh, well, I've never been in this situation before. And so I'm not going to be weird about it. I'm just going to ask you questions and see where it goes. And so that was probably about six months ago. Mm-hmm. And so in that process um you know I, he never had asked me out <laughs> you see what I'm saying he never asked me out on a date and then he actually never went sexual with it when actually before I told him my tea he was leaning towards sexual be, before my tea was out because but okay for look, this, oh. is kinda, this is kind of this is kind of my thing as well I don't waste my time with talking to dudes if they don't have the kind of penis I like. And so really (laughs) early in our conversations with any, my conversations with any man, I am saying, send me them (laughs) (laughs) news. So I'm like, you know, let me see what that dick is doing. Because, you know, and of course.
2: (laughs) So before we could get to where your mind is, we to see what that dick is. So that dick is in the right length. Okay, let's start the
0: conversation. And to be fair, usually when you put that out there, the dude goes sexual, which is uh, I, it's expected. You ask it for nudes, you talk about that dicks. Of course, he's gonna be like, Oh, well, what's up? And did oh, that's how we get now. So I'm not, I'm not, I'm not under any illusions that if I be like, Oh, why are you too sexual, I'm not gonna be like that. You get what I'm saying? Because I'm already setting it up to be like that Mm -hmm. and so um once he showed me what that dick was doing and it was doing what I needed to be done (laughs) the thing was thanging I was like cute and so then what I usually do in that process is I don't pump the brakes like start acting prudish I just I just say okay I make it very clear okay so for the future of this conversation of course we're adults this is going to lead to some kind of freaky shit, but <laughs> for it to lead to freaky shit, it's other stuff that needs to happen so we know we grown-ass people attracted to each other so we know sex stuff is going to happen but these are the other things that i need for me to lead into the sex stuff and once i explain that then they kind of go into regular conversations and um
2: Oh, well, that's nice that you break it down. Because some bitches be like, girl, I got the time. You got to have patience for that.
0: Yeah, and but the patience come with the intellectual conversations for me. And so because we did have good conversations, outside of just sex conversations, it led to Oh, I I like him. I like his mind. I like, I don't mind him hitting me up at three o'clock in the morning with a dick picture. (laughs) I don't, because he also hits me up at honey, one o'clock in the afternoon saying, damn, did you see this article (laughs) about some type of political shit? He does, he does a range of things. He entertains my mind on a range of levels. So i don't mind ah he's feeling freaky at three o'clock in the morning or 12 o'clock at night blah, blah 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 whatever so i don't mind it and so he had never and so i, I, so,
1: I
2: yeah.
0: go ahead So someone
2: once okay so once you know okay so how does this work like you say in the beginning of your, of your conversations with your potential dates you have them send a dick pic so once they know your team are they ask if you ask for a dick pic from you
0: No, they don't have to ask because that's actually how I tell my tea. Oh,
2: oh! wait, wait, so
1: <laughs>
2: you like to gag the girls like oh, okay. Right. <laughs> wait right. wait okay so now i don't want too much information because are
0: like, Yo, oh, indre- <laughs> you know because no, no, that, that, usually when you way way. ask for a dick picture the dude says oh well am i gonna get some pictures back or you know he he's it's a tit for tat kind of situation like i'll send you some if you send me some and I was like, oh, well, you send me full body nudes and I'll send you full body nudes. And so in that moment, <laughs> they'll send the full body nudes and then I'll send my full body nudes. And that's how they find out that I'm trans. <laughs> so, you know, I get what I want. And they, I, uh, we're also on the same page about my gender identity. <laughs> okay. But yes, it was all good. It lasts our our. I don't want to say courting, <laughs> but I guess that is the courting part. But our courting lasted for six months, and I also I almost got. Not I don't want to say wary, but I got um like oh, he he must not be interested because he hasn't asked me out on a date. We still have conversations, but he hasn't asked me out on a date or led to any kind of sexual conversations. We kind of just, are just kind of, for six months been going with the flow. And so um, last week he was like, oh, would you like to go out on a date? And I was like, oh, sure, I'm down. And he scheduled it and we made plans. And then this morning he was like, <laughs> <laughs> something came up, yeah. I apologize, but can we reschedule it to this date? and i was like oh i'm actually gonna be out of town during that date so let's just you know after i come back let's see when we feel it again and then we'll go from there
2: it's a high girl summer because baby when i tell you like it's packed out there honey the girls
0: are out (laughs) you're listening to houston's own mp trans 101 now listen i know that what is basic trans 101 for me could just be the beginning for you. So this is for your basic act. <laughs> What's basic for me in this life could be just the beginning for you. Dating in this era is ghetto. Minus all the great, amazing things in the ghetto. And yes, there are amazing things in the ghetto, in case you didn't know. Like most people, when you're dating someone, you are getting a sanitized version of who they are initially, and you have to figure out if you are compatible, what's real, what's not real, and you also have to figure out. If this person is just looking for a hookup, is this person looking for something long-term? Does this person have some crazy abusive things in their past? What do they think about STIs? What do they think about marriage? What do they think about finances? What is their credit score? What is their relationship with their parents, family? What do you think about abortion? What's their history? Like what is going on in your life? What, if I continue to date you may be a hurdle or a stumbling block or obstacle or some trauma inducing character flaw that I have to navigate if I like this person. And you know, as a trans person, We are navigating all those things as well. It's just kind of exacerbated because of the state of transness and people's transphobia within their mind. As trans people, we got to figure out when to disclose at a safe time that's not going to get us murdered, but also not going to get us publicly embarrassed and ridiculed. But also consider the person we are disclosing to. And I say consider, not prioritize over our own safety. Your discomfort with transness will never trump or override our safety. We decide when it's safe for us to tell you that we are trans. We have to navigate whether or not you are trying to sexually objectify us. You're trying to just turn us into human blow up dolls. Just use us as an experimentation or a sexual rebellion that you're having against your sexually conservative parents. Particularly if you're a black trans person and they're trying to get back at their racist mommy and daddy by boning or getting boned by one of us. Are you just trying to fuck us to get your rocks off and do something taboo and freaky? We have to figure that out. Now, that's not exclusive to us (laughs) at all you know cisgender people particularly cisgender women have to deal with that as well and like you if we want to have sex with you we have to learn to navigate complicated sexual conversations with maturity battling through the stigma battling through objectification just to get on a common ground about what we will and don't and can and are interested in, what body parts we like, what body parts we don't like. Are you a top? Are you a bottom? Do you like toys? Do you like your vagina penetrated? Do you like it sucked hard? Do you like it sucked soft? Do you like the booty hole? Do you like your toe sucks? Do you like to be bitten? Do you like to be tied up? Do you like to be talked dirty to? Do you like to be choked? Do you like your ass smacked? How hard? How long? Do I have to do you first? How long? Do you like using condoms? Are you on prep? When the last time you got checked for STI? Do you have some trauma that might be triggered if I touch you in a certain way? Yes. Conversations like this. We have to navigate them. Just like you. And just like you, we are looking for somebody that affirms us, respects us, and just simply matches with us in a way that brings us to a relationship status or activities that we are comfortable with, that makes us happy, makes us joyful, and that makes us feel secure. That's not much different from you, right? Not that much. And some of these things may seem so obvious and so simple, but why have you not? You can donate as low as a dollar a month. It doesn't matter. Anything helps. please. Do I have to play Sir McLaughlin and show you puppies? Like, what do I have to do? Do I have to do resort to what the white people do to get you to give them money? <laughs> All righty. Anyway, thank y'all. And the Patreon and PayPal link is at the bottom. Back to the show. Are you getting
1: the vaccine, Diamond? I've never asked you that
0: yes i am getting the vaccine i'm on multiple lists i am just waiting i don't really fit any in texas i don't fit any list of criteria Um, Mm, so if i was in mississippi i would (laughs) but um in texas i don't fit any criteria to be um like the priority yet so i'm just kind of waiting on my doctor to get it so yeah that's what I'm doing, but I am gonna get the vaccine. Yeah,
1: okay. okay I just had a this It's crowded out here. I think that's Y'all why it's it? so loose,
0: or no.
2: Um, I was thinking about it because I, I want to start, um, I want to stop hustling, so I want to get it out of the way, but I ain't trying to catch coronavirus at the same point at the same time. So, and then I want to have fun, like, I still want to do things, and I feel like it would it will protect me um, in a way. It's like a protective protect you uh, 100%, but to like, have some type of immunity.
0: <clears throat> yeah, it just stops you from reacting to it in a way that will kill your ass. Right.
1: right. Yeah. I, I thought about it as well. But
0: I haven't even got a flu shot. And I don't
1: know. I think, I don't know. I haven't made up my mind. Mm. I'm at that stage where I haven't made up my mind.
0: That's fair. We we black, so we we got to have apprehensions, baby. (laughs) We got um not um apprehensions. I'm sorry. We got to have apprehensions about these motherfuckers. So we know the history. (laughs) That's fair. I never look at people who be like, "Mm, I'm not gonna get it, or I'm on the fence. I never even try to judge them because we know the history of this fucking country. Um, What made you
2: you make up your mind, though?
0: Um, I also don't want to be vulnerable to that kind of oppression stopping me from getting things that can help me. Like, I know that 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 history can make us suspicious because the trauma of this country, it can make us overly suspicious. And then the medicine that does work, we like, oh, my God, is this this is medicine or conspiracy? You get what I'm saying? It can make us more vulnerable in a way, because we're so suspicious. And so, um, yeah, I just, I'm just gonna trust my ancestors and just go for it <laughs> and trust that, you know, the, my, the universe is not trying to set me up for the okie doke I'm just gonna be like, that's how I feel. I'm like, no, this is not, That's my story is not to get the coronavirus vaccine and die or get some complications. No, that's not. that's not what I'm gonna speak into my future my future is i'm getting this vaccine to be safe and to help people and to um you know just like any other medication that i would take to prevent something and that's how i'm going to think about it and go for go from there yeah,
1: i met some people quite some people at my job because i mostly
0: work with a lot of older folks and a lot of them got it and they
1: seem alright. they seem
0: fine yeah, most of the people I know who got it, a lot of people I know got it. <laughs> yeah. and they are not, they, they're they fine. Some mm-hmm. of them said like the, you know, they'll get a headache. They'll, mm-hmm. um, most people didn't get any effects, but the ones that did, it was headache and, you know, that's it. Oh. <laughs> Maybe like, nause- nauseous a little bit, but that's nothing yeah. major. Yeah. Mm. I can deal with that. Yeah, I'm going to go for it. All right. So we know that um, this is a special time for trans people. (laughs) Yeah. So every year we have two days that are, I guess they would be like our holidays, our trans holidays. We have Transgender Day of Remembrance, t in November, and we have um, a more opposite vibe in the spring, March 31st, the Transgender Day of Visibility. So T-Door is about remembering people who have passed on, but... T-Dove. <laughs> transgender Day of Visibility is about highlighting our resilience and being visible and you know showcasing the people who are out here you know in community being beacons of light. And so we wanted to make sure on this episode the week of <laughs> transgender Day of Visibility that we talk about it and talk about people who were visible when we were coming up and how important it is for us to be visible for the next generation. So that's my question. What is, who were some of the people that inspired you who were beacons of light when you were, I don't wanna say still in the closet, but not living in your truth yet
2: <laughs> that's a really good question um that's a really good beacons of light that like
0: trans beacons of light
1: i would say for me uh my name is kyler Broadus. i believe yeah
0: shout out to kyler um even
1: Let's see. Even, um, what's this? It's this little trans girl from Texas. This little white trans girl. I forgot her name. But uh, I okay, I think that's her name. Uh huh. Um, she's just very well spoken and very aware of who she is. And then on top of having a conservative parent, a very Christian, conservative parent. Her mom eventually got it and she just let her live her truth and supported her. Oh good. Yeah. Uh, who else?
0: Um, what about you, Mia? Why he thinks about more? Who else? Let me get my phone. Um, Hor begins up like you well, are girl, So you should have tons. Of you said what? Inspirations. You was a ball oh. girl.
2: Well, definitely. But okay, so we am gonna start out by saying you definitely won. Um, because I always, I don't know if people remember, but you had a series that was with um, Ty. With Ty. And it was teaching the younger girls how to transition and I used to take notes and at the time I was padded But I was like, Bitch, I ain't I ain't pulled no cushions out the couch. I don't know how to do that shit, make no Africans to make <laughs> to make him
0: That is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> so I have I had a series called when I first began YouTube, it it is horribly low quality. I mean, Logitech camera, grainy and horrible low quality. But this is the beginning days of YouTube. Yeah,
2: and, and nobody cares. And my can. My, um,
0: my my best friend, she's been on the show. Um, Ty. Um, she she came to live with me, and so we did a series just talking about. You know just trans stuff like anything that was like the beginning like basic 101 questions and one of the episode was called problematically called i would change the title now but it was called tranny tips <laughs> <laughs> i said oh let
2: me give me some of these training tips i need these I want to do training. tips.
0: and so we were basically talking about things that you can do to improve your passability, also pro- maybe problematic or not, um, and so just things that we did, like what, how, how to make breasts, how to make hips, <laughs> how to do things that would kind of give the illusion before you got the surgeries that you wanted, and so um, that is what me is talking about.
2: <laughs> yes. Basically being up in drags but but are still affirming us as trans women. And so I did try to like the um the salt water and the the, the balloon for the titties,
0: mm-hmm. but
2: it, it did pop in school while I was in school. <laughs> that was kinda embarrassing.
0: That's cause you um, did it wrong because then nobody say no motherfucking balloons. We said gloves. <laughs>
2: Oh, yeah, well, because the gloves, I was like, how I'm supposed to like, but y'all was like, tie the knots and some shit.
0: Yes, like, we were like, you do gloves, because gloves is a thicker rubber, so it's not, it's going to be harder to bust. And also, you're supposed to tie the fingers in a knot and flip it inside out so the knot, the fingertips are inside the thing. And then you fill it up with a lot of salt and then put water in it. But you don't fill it up. To the point where it's like it's kind of wiggly and soft, like like as if you made your own Saline across, little bag. Yeah. <laughs> little Saline yeah. implant little bag. And then you tie that once you put the water and the salt in there, and then you tie the knot on the end. And that we showed all of this on the video. <laughs> so it's hard to s- explain it like this. But then it won't be it won't be so much tension that it busts, but it will be soft and wiggly and gel like. So it's not just water, because if you just have water in there, you can actually hear the water shaking because it's too watery. You needed something that's like a gel. And so with the salt and the water, it's look, it feels love.
2: And so oh, my okay. shit never worked, honey. That, shit, it popped. I didn't have the. T- I don't know, girl. I just, you just I did it
0: wrong. It's okay. I've been there. I got also had a video about it popping. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not that, but another version popping. The wrong version.
2: <laughs> yeah, it was. It was. I did balloons. I said, "Girl, I don't know what's supposed to do with this motherfucking glove." So okay, um, you were one of them. Um, I've. I, I used to look at ballroom as inspiration, also um so i on M- milan um i don't know if they changed houses and stuff but at the time that was her house um today Pendavis.
0: um oh,
2: okay. india ebony
0: 90s classic beauties baby
2: yes like um and then in the media um like i thought it was like really inspirational seeing um laverne cock on time magazine cock. i mean <laughs> laverne Cox on the time magazine i remember being in like i think just the story and seeing her and being like just being just feeling seen um as far as that Not as far as, um <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: okay, it's insane no No. I be mean, <laughs> like just I, okay, so who else? I think I, was, this, I, I think like for the oh, and Lisa Prodigy. Le, Lisa was like one of the first barroom um trans women that I like met met in person in my house and like I just remember being by her and like like being like amazed, like bitch, you can look sickening like this. Like she looked so real to me; she just looked like an Asian woman. And I was like, bitch. Like at first, I didn't know, but everybody had told me after the meeting because we had a house meeting, and I was like, I, I was just gagging because she had this body. She, I was sitting right next to her. She, it looked like she barely had on makeup. Her skin was flawless. She just looked sickening. I was, I had gagged. And just a lot of the girls like chastity Moore. I remember seeing chastity at um at a ball and just her ambiance was beautiful and uh Amaya Scott because she had she was really really popular um she's still popular, but my she was all over my face um Amaya um who else? for right now that's it those were the girls that i thought were like oh my like oh my gosh like they're they're sticking to me
1: mm. also uh, the, the little girl I was talking. About, her name is kai Shapley.
0: yes yeah, i'm gonna probably be on her instagram soon really uh-huh. wow yeah i love her story she
1: seemed like a sweet little girl um also penel penelope that was the first black trans child trans masculine child I saw
0: yeah Penelope um, Penel, um mm-hmm. Patterson
1: mm-hmm. Um, also Kai Allums. he was a uh, he came out as tra- he was a d one college basketball player and played with women. then he came out as a trans guy and he was the first to first trans person to play, I think to come out or to come out uh in the NCAA division. Um also he's a black trans man. Um also Light Ashley, I remember seeing him be like, oh wow. Um also um it's a white trans man named Jamie Dodger. He was uh I remember me I was ready to transition. And I actually reached out to him and asked him a question. And then he actually answered. And then I was his, his videos are very um, insightful as well. Even um, his name is Chase Ross. He's a white trans man as well. He's he sent he puts out videos reviewing um, all types of trans masculine or just just like toys in general um and, adult. yeah adult toys um and he put out a lot of video informational videos around transness in case um and he, um says people wanted to learn and uh that's the main people that were like foundational to me being inspired
0: y'all making me feel oh i not i didn't have anybody <laughs> i didn't i didn't have anybody on tv and magazines and stuff like that in you know i came out in 95 <laughs> so there's a whole different situation most of the people that were visible and inspiring to me was the local girls and so or or it was I had to vicariously, not vicariously, that's not the right word, but I had to look at maybe problematic representation and still appreciate it. So do y'all remember on, um, on? um, so let me talk about the local girls. The local girls in my city, the three main ones that I fucking lived for, that I fucking lived for, well, I don't want to say three. I'm going to say like five. So one of them was Strabella be a goddess. She has passed away now, but she was, we came out around the same time. So it was just because we were, we were the same age coming out and friends and, you know, we eventually stopped being friends because, you know, which is, problematic. But I do have to say during that time, she was, um, you know, I just lived for her. She was just a girl that I just lived for um that get that was you know that just was young like me, and we were just being free, going to the mall, going to the rink, going to the you know just really going to the straight clubs, really breaking it up. this is what we were doing, and so um she was an inspiration um she was my exact- she actually was a little bit younger than me, like um like a year younger than me, and so but we came out at the same time then Zori Zanel, she was like a drag queen, trans girl that was kind of just in the world. I didn't like her. <laughs> I didn't like her as a person, but she was she was in the world. She was out here living. So it was like, oh, somebody, even I don't like her because she a bitch, but I, <laughs> you know, just the fact that she's existing is like, yeah, it's sickening. Um, Stacia Renee Onassis, she, her, her, I think her legal name is, um, Stacia Adir. Um, she was the first girl that I, trans girl that I saw working a one, working like a regular Degler job. And she, um, she was, uh, she was a counter worker at like Lazarus. I don't know if that store still even exists, but, um, Lazarus in a mall and you will, I would literally ride the bus to the mall just to see her at work. (laughs) Literally ride the bus, which was probably like an hour away from me just to go to the mall and see her selling people makeup and perfumes and whatever, just because she was so not that she, she was sickening, but, um, it's just that, oh my God, you're sitting here working like a regular job. <laughs> I used to come to her counter and be like, oh, you're so sickening. <laughs> I love a little young trans woman. And she, I think I was like 16, 17, and she was like 23. And so she was like the generation before us. And so I would just come and sit at her counter and be in awe that she, it was more about her working because I knew girls who was living, but it was the fact that the only time I saw them was at night at the gay club. <laughs> she was in the daytime, no makeup on skin, teeth, mug, beat. And <laughs> <laughs> talking to the white ladies, selling them, uh, perfumes and I used to be like, Oh my God, she's so sickening. <laughs> <sighs> uh, but then she got weird too. <laughs> you know, these are old school girls that, um, you know, mm-hmm. when they, this, they, they got that old mindset, like, Ooh, yeah. see another girl coming up. I don't want to share any kind of secrets. I don't want to, I don't want to, um, give mm-hmm. them any kind of life, any kind of, which was sad. Cause, her in particularly, I really would, I just told y'all, I would come up there just to see her. Like, so I, she was one of the other ones. I didn't like them from the jump, but they were also similar age to me, but her, if there was anybody who could say that I really, really like, oh my God, I look, I look up to her in that age bracket, she would have been the one in the moment because she was doing things that I thought was impossible at the time. And so I was like, "Oh my God, I, I admire her so much." I guess that's what it is. Not look up, I admire her, and she just became the rudest, stuck-up ass, you know, chick. And so I was like, oh, these, "I'm," I said that I would never be this type of girl when I get older. She, the reason why I am how I am and so open to younger trans people is because of these experiences because the older ones in my city were shady as fuck. (laughs) Um, And then we had Reese. Reese was an old trans woman who at the time that I was young in my teens, she was in her early 30s. So she wasn't old. But to me at 16, 30 was old. so she but she actually got murdered by another trans woman over a piece of trade that i turned out It's
1: uh, i've
0: told this story before and i'll tell it again sometime on my youtube channel but (laughs) but she had got murdered in 2001 but i had met her years in years before like in 95 96 and she just was just was she was one of the most sickening girls that I had met, like, as far as, like, their passability, when I say sickening around this time, I don't mean beauty. I mean, what was sickening to me is that you could pass. That was what was sickening. You don't always have to, um, you know, be, quote, unquote, beautiful. But she was so passable. There was this dophine. Well, I don't want to call her dolphin. That I want to use better language. This was, there was a trans woman who was battling addiction, <laughs> and her name was Miss Ridley and Miss Ridley was honey miss Ridley even though she she was a crackhead at the time she was that girl she would be having the trade <laughs> she would be she would be doing the shit that the that the um cisgender and uh, this is not what i would say and now i'm saying the politically correct stuff but Z, no disrespect when i was younger i would say honey she's doing the shit that the fish do honey all the fish proper prostitutes she would jump into cars with the niggas gobbling meats getting her turn of her tricks <laughs> she was doing shit that like on the whole stroll with the cisgender girls <laughs> she was like she was doing where all the other trans girls who I know who was prostitutes at the time, they would be on the gay holster, like on the, you know, on the beat where the queer folks is at. Honey, Miss Ridley was so sickening that she would be, honey, where the (laughs) chicks is at, where the, you know, cisgender chicks is at. And so I remember I met her in these projects and she was in this van with these fine ass boys. (laughs) And I was like, Miss Ridley, what are you doing? <laughs> because I've, I I was kind of worried about her because she was, you know, she she looked like she was high and she was like she was high and she was trying to get high. But she was just this brown, um, like caramel brown skin beauty, had her own hair that was down her back. Just, and not even like, she wasn't mixed or nothing. She just had, it was just a nice relaxer <laughs> that she was taken care of. And she just, she was small, really small frame, probably like five, 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 six. And she just looked like a regular Degler woman. And that's how she would talk. She says, baby, honey, yeah, I'm out here getting high, baby, but I'm a woman. <laughs> Like she, would, she would say stuff like that and she just would be pooching. And I just live for her shenanigans because she would go in and out of regular, regular, frim queen talk to clucker talk. <laughs> like it would just isolate from, I'm a sickening, I'm a sickening girl and da 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 to, damn, where the boys at? I'm trying to get high. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to smoke because I think she smoked crack, and so that was I think that was her drug of choice. And 90s, that was, huh? That was, in the
1: 90s, that's what.
0: Was yeah, top. yeah. So she was, um, she was that girl, and so I just lived for her. Like I could appreciate, her, even though you know, at that time there was like judgment around being a crackhead you feel what i'm saying being that it's it always was... judgment
2: around being a crack huh? <laughs> it's always judgment around no being a we're crackhead.
0: coming in a. St- we're coming in a um i don't want to say enlightening but we're coming into a different understanding of addiction yeah. back then <laughs> it was very it was different like people there was a, there was a it was a different level of shame around mm. doing drugs and that kind of stuff. Now y'all generation got songs about I almost say they got songs about doing crack, but they got songs about doing coke. They got songs about doing pills and opioids, and you know that's just kind of kind of yeah, lean, so many things. But back then there was a shame around it. So she um. Yeah, she just, so I was able to to still appreciate her because I appreciated her transhood. I appreciate that she was tipping through and being the woman that she was, even though she was on drugs. So her, then also our generation had a different type of, I still would consider these people men. But it's the generation right before her like They didn't get surgeries, but they live their life kind of like as old women Like they'll let me it's it's hard to kind of explain it's it's around remember back in the day where butch queens actually you could be your gay mama So they had people like holiday heart where they didn't get surgeries, you know, but they were they were kind of. Li- sometimes they they'll be out living as boys, but most of the time they will be girls. Y'all know people like that. I, it, this type I've, of person is kind of becoming extinct.
2: I've I've seen people like I I met somebody like that. Like they, sometimes they would be boys, but 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 sometimes they would be like you would see them at nighttime as a girl.
0: Right, and so because they come from an era where. This is what they had to do and you know what I'm saying surgeries were not advance some of them usually not some of them but most of the time they always church queens yeah. <laughs> they all you know they'll go to church in there with their they their hair slicked back with a suit on da 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 but as soon as they get home honey they in wigs and makeup and da 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 or they probably be makeup be with makeup even with a suit on <laughs> but they usually was church queens And so this one person, um, Miss, um, it was a couple of them, Miss Miss Goodall, Miss Jermaine, and you. uh, They always had. It's always their first name with Miss in front of it. That's what we always called them: Miss Jimmy, Miss Goodall, Miss um, Miss Warren, Miss Miss Jag. Something type of is always their boy name with Miss in front of it. And so there was one particular one that lived in downtown Indianapolis, and, and she always would have on these sickening, fancy-ass muumus and a head wrap on sitting in the park with the bones. <laughs> oh. <laughs> because she lived in this park downtown in Indianapolis where all the bums be going. She lived wow. in an apartment right by that park. And so it's like a low-income housing apartment blah 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 and so she would come out and all the people all the bums and all the you know the homeless trade and you know the, the street trade and the pimps they all knew her and she will always be sitting down there just sitting on the bench talking and gossiping like an old lady like just really talking to everybody hey how you doing how your mama been doing and she'll have like a wrap, not like this but similar to like a turban or something but it'll be this luxurious fancy ass moo <laughs> that's kind of flowing on the ground and she's sitting on her bench and she would be a key key and she she passed away too but um but she was just uh a staple in the community, anytime you went downtown, you would see her. You would see her sitting on that bench. So seeing her there was kind of, uh, you know, like, oh, that's visibility. This is a queer person that I see that, oh my God, <laughs> a, a trans version, almost kind of like non-binary because she would... She would identify as trans. She would talk to the girls like th- 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 we're sisters. So it was just I would feel like if she was coming out now, she might be non-binary, but now nah, she might just be trans because you get what I'm saying. Like a like a um not a trans, non binary person, but she I think she would be more comfortable with going further. I think uh, this is just me projecting what I think she might wanted to do, but she was quite an inspiration. Just seeing those things. And last but not least, I don't know if y'all remember, on Jerry Springer, like this is, sometimes you gotta look in the box, there's some problematic problematic representation, but just the fact that there's nobody on there like you, even those problematic representations are, you know, something. (laughs) And so one of those somethings, there was this classic video of this trans woman was messing around with a cis woman her name was britney and these and she had came on the show once before but then jerry brought her back because it was so popular and her girlfriend her sister girlfriend was pregnant by her on the show and so jerry brought these two cisgender girls on the show on the stage to talk shit to tell their opinion about britney so they come on the sh- oh, they come on the stage and they before they sit down they do this like synchronized move talking about freak ho like both of them do it and point it at Britney and as soon as they do it Britney says boom and bash her <laughs> y'all got to watch it it's a classic a super super classic <laughs> jerry springer episode of Britney. So you search on YouTube, search Britney on trans, transsexual on Jerry Springer. And it, they get in a fight. It just was a classic episode of Jerry Springer and I loved it. I thought, even though it's problematic representation, I loved it. <laughs> I'm pregnant by a transsexual. <laughs> Thank Jerry
2: Springer and more Yes, click it time time. so y'all
0: can watch it real quick. <laughs>
2: Let me clicking real quick. I, cool. Jerry Springer and them—they always hit everybody up on BGC. Like they would like, they would hit you up like, "Oh well, we 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 would like for you to come out and do a show, and it'll be paid." And blah, blah, blah. I was, I was just so like, this is
0: before. This is when it was like real shit. They they were finding real shit. That was during the time when they was kind of making shit up. But the early in Jerry Springer time, there was real situations happening. Mm, okay. <Respectful hummingbird song> so, tell me what is inspiring to y'all to be visible and open for other people, this next generation. Um, well, go ahead. Well,
2: I, well, because people tell me on a regular basis that people tell me on a regular basis that i shouldn't i shouldn't be who i am like that i i should be that i should detransition that i don't deserve to have protections that i don't um that i'm that i'm a demon that just all these negative things to try to make me not be visible and i know that being visible shows them that we we can we we can be in spaces we can be in spaces and be just as normal normalized as anybody else um i just and then also, can you take out that part where I had pootie girl? That is embarrassing. That is not lady like, 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 don't be lady, dominant. Lord, I know somebody
1: heard it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it was loud. <laughs> <laughs> that was loud. I didn't hear it. I didn't
2: hear it. Oh, Lord, it did just slip out. You know, when you think you're about to lay a silent one, girl, and <laughs> it, it just, it, it <laughs>
1: It was, it went off uh, <laughs> for like five seconds. <laughs> <laughs> I okay, like, so, so. you see me in the video, look at her. <laughs> like,
0: well it, well, it will be on the uncensored version on Patreon, but it no. won't. Be- oh, no.
2: <laughs> I don't- Why you can't? Lord. It, it will be taken
0: out of the show. We went on subject.
2: Okay, so I did make a go off subject, which is bothering me, Lord. Okay, so because you're not what well, you're trying to sneak one bit and it I failed for i failed. Okay, so um the reason why I want to be visible really is just because I'm gonna to be <laughs> honest and, and not to be politically correct, I want to show these bitches that we, we can be who we want to be. Like fuck what y'all are talking about. For, uh, fuck what y'all say we can what we can do I want to I want to be in spaces where they they try to deny us access and create spaces for people like us there are literally people who say that they don't want us to be any representation in anything that they do or they have to offer because they don't want to taint their brand and I want I just want to show people that we can exist in these spaces and mm-hmm. and just change the narrative because people have so many ideas of what trans is without even knowing us yeah like so, like I've been in spaces where people who have like these ideas of what trans is and like I'm in the space with them like oh my gosh my whole idea of what it what transness has changed because I met you and that's what that's what I want to do I want to be able to to show like people younger than me that. I can, like, they can do whatever they want. Like, they're not limited because of their trans mm.
0: What about you,
1: Z? Um, I just know the more visible we are, the more stereotypes will get debunked. And some of us fit some stereotypes, but the more there are that are visible and share our stories, the broader, trans education as we know it expands and benefits us and other people that want to learn about us Um, also i wanted to see more trans masculine um visibility so i kind of decided to just be a part of that change i wanted to see and um Especially when it comes to being uh, Black trans men. Um, I was tired of seeing just white trans men and them being the only educators, because there's the intersection there that that Black trans folks deal with that white ones don't deal with. And uh, that's important to talk about as well. Um, Those are the main things, really, for me.
0: Yeah, I think I totally agree. I don't know i just feel it's my purpose i just feel it's my purpose from god i feel that one of the reasons why i have come on this earth is to um you know be who you are yeah be who i am and people see it and it inspired them, not just trans people, but definitely trans people, but other people who are struggling to be themselves in other situations, in other circumstances. If I can go through my life with this type of cultural resistance against me, baby, if you, you can can do it too. Like you literally can do whatever you want to do and not have to um is it gonna be easy i don't ever want to let motherfuckers think that oh i'm just flying through this without trauma flying without any issues because that that's not true but i want you to be um queer walk talks about it in this week's um um last week's episode vicarious resilience like i want you to know that my resilience you can feed off of. You can see how I've come out of some of the hardest fucking shit from being homeless, from being having to fight people, from um so many things. Some just you know, some of just a lot of pressure, just a lot of hate and, you know, particularly like when I was in college, particularly when I was you know, Starting off as an escort, you know, yeah, of course, anybody who knows my history knows that, of course, my my introduction to sex work was, um, you know, survival sex work, just trying to make it because I had custody of my brother. And it at times it was very hard. I'm talking about tears and sadness and not wanting to be an escort and not wanting to have to deal with men for money, not wanting to have to, um, you know do these things but then it becoming something that changed my life um so many layers to what our life um can bring us it's so many layers and so many trials so many tribulations but it is also so much joy i have met some of the most amazing people i have met throughout my life from when i was a teen from when i was 20 when i was 30. i have really just have so many beautiful experiences uh, more than the bad ones. And this is not no fucking cap. This ain't no, oh, I'm just saying all these positive things. No, I really have met some amazing fucking people. Some really, just really fucking like, like giants in my mind. And I'm not, I'm talking about you 2 I'm not talking about people just like a Monica Roberts and a Lewis Mitchell and a Valerie Spencer and, uh, all these, you know, big, you know, uh, Janet mock and Laverne Cox. I'm not talking about these people like that. I'm talking about even people like that are just regular, regular, deg- regular motherfuckers that I, that I know that I have come to love y'all Vanessa. Um, you know, Deja, just so many people in my life that Carter Brown, just so many people, um, Arias, Ie, Brianna Jenkins, that yeah. I would that if I wasn't um, trans, I wouldn't have met these people. Like I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have be, I wouldn't be connected to these people in a way that I think is that inspires me and and gets me to thinking and being the best person. And I, I know I named a few people, but it's so many more than that. It's so many in my life that I needed their visibility. Like even even though I've been diamond for a long time and I haven't been in any moment where I want to detransition. But the solace that I need to keep going as a human being, the solace that I need to keep going as um. You know, to to keep going, the resilience is I need to see other people being successful and reaching their goals and surviving things. Because we all know, we, we hear trans people being murdered every fucking week, it seemed like, sometimes twice a week. And so for me, seeing the goodness and seeing the joy and seeing us living is what gives me that vicarious resilience i just think it's amazing i think it's beautiful and i want to be a part of that conglomerate of visibility i want to be a part i love to be a part of this whatever this trans renaissance that is happening I, even though i may be a small part of it we Marsha's plate may be a small part of that visibility for me i just i just oh i'm getting kind of emotional i wouldn't I wouldn't have survived without, without knowing that there was other people like me.
2: Yeah. Because it gets, it gets hard. Same. Yeah, it, 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 gets, it gets really hard being in like, like people don't understand, like the situations that we go, cause we make it look easy. We, we make it seem easy.
0: Um, because we 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 got to be fucking strong to get you, you to know to, to get uh-huh. past this. Uh-huh. But some, but
2: a lot of people can't do that. This shit ain't like like being in spaces where you know you gonna get wore out, and you're saying, "Bitch, fuck what everybody's saying." I'm still gonna be strong because I know that I deserve to be in this space because I I because because I deserve to be happy and content. Like I see the next person, like I. I, I, and I, I don't want to give up because I don't want pe- the people that are looking up to me see me fail or, or I just don't want to, I don't want to fail in general. Like, like it, it takes a lot to like, it takes a lot. It takes a lot. And a lot of people would have gave, given up being in our A situation. lot of people <laughs> have,
0: a lot of people have sure. killed themselves. A oh, lot wow. of people like we, we just came upon the anniversary of Blake, um, his his suicidal his suicide anniversary and for me that is what i'm talking i don't i don't want to be i don't want to be i when i was younger i'm definitely never going to be it now but when i was younger i didn't want to be i didn't want to let these motherfuckers win
2: Mm -hmm.
0: that I didn't want to let these motherfuckers win. So that is what visibility is about. It's about knowing that we are out here and you see us out here thriving. We may stumble, motherfuckers might trip us, but we still gonna get our ass motherfucking up and be here, particularly March to play every week. <laughs> but <laughs> But still here, be here for you to see us exist. And I'm gonna get off this subject. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>.
2: <laughs> baby, the moment is working, honey. When was the last time you cried, girl?
0: Oh, I well, cry over shit all the time. But this really,
2: um, darling? Okay. Yes. Baby, you be tough. Then
0: no. The no, I cry over <laughs> shit all the time, but um I'm not emotionally repressed. Um I- <laughs> but yes. I just, yeah, I think it's, I just, I got that vision of um, Blake. And I know there are people who are not here. And I, I want to make sure that we are here. So let's talk about. Uh, Did you
2: know Blake?
0: No, I didn't. Uh-uh, not personally. I never met him. No, I think I met him at really briefly at uh, Philly Trans Health, but very, very briefly. Nothing significant significant. <laughs> So speaking of visibility and fighting demons, <laughs> let's talk about Lil' Nas X. Have y'all seen the video? I
2: I, I seen the ending.
1: <laughs>
0: okay. Oh, well, I you didn't see the video because well, if you did see the ending. Of it. So what is your thoughts?
2: like it was it was like oh this is like I, I i like what i really 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 like really appreciate is the creativity and like the artistry of it because you because looking at it i i know this took a lot of thought to put together like the like last pretty- the
0: last ending i don't i think if you just see the ending part mia you're not even getting the depth of the whole video I, well, I have
2: seen the. It's beginning It's very of it. bland.
0: If you just look at that one part that everybody going up about, it's very. Well, see, basic. I
2: didn't see that part. I seen the beginning too, but you're right. I should have seen it all. Like I should look, like looked at the whole thing. But girl, I w- I was like, I don't know what it's giving, Miss Thing. I had cringed at the end, but the reason the reason why I was it was cringy. It was just like, baby, listen, you y'all know I've been I've been haunted and. Um, like girl, I know, I know
1: that is I don't know if they know
2: that they don't know. Oh well, baby, I've been haunted and like girl, I'm not saying I've been girl, I've been around supernatural things where it be where it's like bro it spooked the shit out of me. So when I be seeing it, I be like, girl, I don't know, I don't know, I
0: don't know. And you a Christian, and you a Christian woman trying to, you know, try to navigate the world as a Christian.
2: <laughs> well um, I wouldn't even say, um, okay. So I, I, I do believe in God. I have been baptized, but I'm not like a Bible thumper. Like I'm not right. like, Ooh, ooh, ooh you're going to go to hell for riding the dick of, uh, the devil and some like girl, but it was, it was just like, I get the premise of it. Like I understand the concept, but just like. Seeing it like riding that, that, that devil dick was like,
1: Jesus, he wasn't riding devil dick. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that last dance had, that Latinist was like, Oh, bitch, turn it off. I don't know, I don't know what's good. I don't know what's, what's.
0: <laughs> not. You turn into a, <laughs> a usher board member. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, cut this, this sinful mess off. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> i was like lord i was seeing pentagons and all types of things i'm like because like okay to be honest let me be let me be real with you it had nothing to do what well, had little nons and me being christian really don't have nothing to do with the video like okay so this is how i feel i feel like there are certain things in videos like it, whether it be like scary movies or, or I'm like, horror movies or just like certain satanic or demonic things that you come across your screen and i'm like i'm very very um because i believe in the supernatural i'm very protective of what like visually and what i hear because i don't know what like what it's going to bring me if that makes it like what i'm going to like what i'm going to take from that and what i might manifest Mm. If that I don't know if that makes sense, but I be I be trying to guard myself from stuff like that. Like like if I'm watching a horror movie and they get to talking some shit where it sound like it's a spell or something or some demonic shit, I I mute the TV like bitch. That ain't coming in, 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 in here, babe.
0: <laughs> You cut it off real quick and be like, "That's not coming into me, baby." <laughs> no, nah, man. I'm- Rebuke you in the name,
2: bitch. Let me go give me some. Let me get that um that oil that my mama blessed and sent my way so I can put it over the doors, bitch. And <laughs> let, let me bless these doors.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, so now what about you, Z? What did you think about it? <laughs> um
1: it's something I I feel like I should dissect the more to watch the whole.
2: Yeah, to give like a
1: premise of it. The whole, because I watched the whole thing, but I'm saying like maybe I should break it down to where I understand the whole story he's trying to tell. Because I know, for one, he's a troller. And it's pretty funny. It's hilarious. So I know this was just a trolling tactic in a way. <laughs> I, you know
2: what, honestly, like I didn't get to finish like, well, I, I. Like I I
1: I'm sorry, baby. Oh were you finished though? I mean that sums it up for how I feel about it. But, okay. But at the end, it is uncomfortable for me to watch <laughs> but to watch him um, to, to to dance with the devil basically. That's because that's what it is. And uh but when he killed the devil, I was like, oh, Cool, cool. Killed the devil. <laughs> yeah,
2: I, I think what was really beautiful about it, I, w- I, I need to watch it, like literally just go in and, and dissect it, but like listening to what he what he meant by it and listen to like other queer people, like dissect it and give me their idea of what it was, I was like, that's beautiful because when he wrote that letter to himself, like the younger him saying that, you know, we said that we wasn't going to come out, darling, and we was going we wasn't gonna be that kind of gay, but bitch, I had to let these bitches know that y'all tormented me through my whole teenage years and y'all made me wanna be ashamed of who I am because that's why I stopped going to church because of that same reason. People was trying to play, play pray a demon out of me that wasn't there. And without me even asking for it. And so throw a little shy. Yeah, I didn't even think that my my connection with God was even there anymore because of what people around me were saying like trying to prophesize and speak within me, telling me that I'm not acceptable as if they were the gatekeepers of God. And so I stopped going to church because of that. And so like him saying that, like y'all told me to hate myself and y'all, y'all made y'all made me upset with myself. I understood that because it was like, like somebody who who was raised in church in the South, religiously went to church every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, where there'd be snow, sleet, rain. I I, I was in the choir all the time. I, went to, I was there for hours. I fucking read the Bible back and forth, even though I didn't want to, because it was boring to me, like trying to understand it. And then people like trying to grow a connection and do what people say I'm supposed to do and like me going into my truth thinking that yeah thinking well then also thinking that that god doesn't even accept me anymore now that i'm who i am like i'm questioning where i stand and and if i don't fit in with at the church if people are going to shun me in a place where i feel like i want to i want to be free and be accepted like this love that is supposed to be written in the bible it made me it made me question who I was and like, hate being like transitioning, but, but also like being like, fuck y'all too. So like, I understood what he meant, like with this time, this time frame when he was younger and not liking himself and then coming to a realization that bitch, I am who I am. And I'm gonna do what I have to do to, I'm gonna do what I want to do to show you girls, bitch, you made my, you made me hate myself. So I hope this burns your pussy, honey, and I hope it continues to burn it because the way you made my younger selves when I was younger feel so empty.
1: Cause they ate that up. <laughs> yeah, they, <laughs> they were over there. They, they were,
2: baby, the Illuminati. They were saying that he was. They always trying to say that they trying to project some to the children. They, you know, they bring that shit up.
1: Yeah.
0: I don't know. i I think. People have used religious images in their art to make a point for so long that if it was effective, if it was effectively turning folks (laughs) to the devil or Satan worshipers, honey, we would see more Satanists (laughs) and we don't see a lot of them. We see way more Christians. It's way more people invested in Christianity than, you know, that. So I I think people are crazy and over-exaggerating. But, you know, if you just look at it as, oh my God, he's, um, this image, these demonic images, if you just simplify it to that point, then, you know, yeah, I just, I feel like that's unfair to an artist. Like, I feel like you're anybody, yes, of course he trolls and does that stuff and he's doing something controversial. It's like when Gaga was doing her um performance and she was hanging with blood coming down all over her you remember y'all remember that performance on the um Is it the empty movie awards is that when she was uh,
2: she she,
0: she made it. like a dress out of me she, It was around that era where she was doing oh these God. shocker things mm-hmm. um, you know and she's not the only one everybody you Know yeah. some, it, it just depends on what it is, like it just depends on what era they in in their career. They might do some shocker things, and there might be She's a, the queen um, of
2: bizarre.
0: Uh, yeah, there's do some bizarre down. things, Lizzo, um, do, Liz do it in a way she don't give a fuck. she yeah. be like,
1: Oh, no, I'm a player,
0: yeah. It'll be, you know, <laughs> that's just in a whole different realm. This is just one that is rooted mm. in um religion, and so for me, like he said, it was quite simple. He said, I got to the point where i was being judged like the middle of the video is him literally in his pink being judged by people in blue and you know women and men and you know stone figures and being judged by this panel of people you know and i and i said that too. me so for me the middle section was really the telling part and that i was like oh this is the critique baby to me Um, you know, and I, I, to me, it was in a way critiquing like the society saying, Hey, we're going to judge you and demonize you and punish you and blah, 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 blah. It's going to get to a point where you just say, fuck it. (laughs) You just say, fuck it. I'm gonna go down here in hell. I'm gonna be since you since I can't make it to heaven because y'all saying I don't have the privilege of becoming to heaven because of who I am. I'm gonna go down here and become the baddest bitch. I'm not only gonna come down here and dance with the devil. I'm gonna slay him and become the baddest <laughs> and put my put his horns on. I'm gonna and basically it's just symbolic symbolically saying I'm gonna embrace this to the fullest. You get what I'm saying, and so for me. If you're taking it, uh, I think people are making it feel. But that's what church folks do. They make it seem like they they take the lowest hanging fruit. Oh, he's devil. He's l- so gay, dancing with the devil. These demonic images and da da da. I just feel like that's such the, you know, the low. Of course, so course do the the
1: kids.
0: Yeah, come on get out of here. Like what the critique is y'all motherfuckers do not Show the love of Christ y'all motherfuckers do not All y'all fucking do is show and give Condemnation when girls get pregnant y'all kick them out of the fucking church When y'all when when people are gay you make them stay home or kick them out shame them y'all are not a house of unconditional love y'all are not a house y'all are churches are not a place where people can come and feel that love that y'all talk about in the bible this is a critique of your culture this is a critique of your how you make people feel you push them to the devil if you believe that sin and going out and going to the gay club and going out and being gay freely and openly. If you think that that shit is a sin, you push them to the sin because what you what happens is, you say, "Oh no, you're not accepted here." Fuck no, blah 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 blah. And then they go into the gay community, and we're like, "Rainbow, happy, hey, love you. You're a part of the community. Love, 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 love." Not saying that the gay community is perfect. Like it's not. It's some shady ass they shit. Brugs, but. They at least are saying you are welcome here. You are welcome and you can be yourself and you can be free. So if you want to critique a motherfucker, if you want to critique some things, take this as this one gay person experience saying, yo, y'all treated me like shit. And so now I'm going to say, fuck it. And I'm going to go down here and wear it out. (laughs) That's what
2: I'm going to Yeah, I'm going to make you feel, I'm going to make you feel the way you make, you've always made me feel. Right, it, y'all can be, be mad, you bar- can be
0: angry, y'all can be extra, if, if y'all think that I'm turning your kids gay, oh well, <laughs> if, if whatever you, oh well, yeah, they can come over, if they want to leave your funky conservative whack ass, if your kids need to be free and want to come over here, come on babies. Yes, we can. We gonna treat y'all right. We gonna be community, and we gonna make you feel loved. So how about that?
2: <laughs> I, I actually had like an ally try to like gaslight me into thinking, well, not gaslight me, but she tried to say that she was like the lifestyle ally. Like. Well, she said she's an ally. Well, she said she's an ally in the community. <laughs> she said that she tried to say that that lifestyle, the gay lifestyle turned her made her cousin kill themselves or made made their cut like the people that she know like being in worse positions than they know they've been in and i'm like okay so yeah the life like there's 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 bad things in each lifestyle like uh, yeah the girls do do drugs yeah the girls do have things that they do they do but there are good positive things too and like you but do you criticize your um your uncle who's a drug dealer do you criticize him? Do you criticize these other people? Child You know, like... You, In the church? Use the same, yes. Use the same strength for everybody, not just one group. Right?
0: There's, There's, if you're going to generalize our whole community based off some bad apples, why are you not generalizing your whole fucking Christian community for the bad apples that y'all got? Why are you not doing that? Y'all got a whole... Y'all got a whole sector of Christianity Um, or Abrahamic religions that is known for being pedophilic. Like pedophilia is, is documented (laughs) in the Catholic church. Like it's a part of y'all fucking legacy and y'all still fucking following and doing that shit and not holding them accountable. But you want to talk about the gay agenda you want to talk about y'all that y'all should be up in arms at these motherfuckers in the Catholic community. You mm-hmm. should be there there's so many bad apples in the Christian. The the, the when it comes to money and capitalism and them um exploiting Private- poor poor people in their church to get fancy cars and houses, them the, y'all should be up in arms. Since so y'all want to generalize, generalize to those people. Why are you not doing that? Because yes, it's going to be bad apples in every group. Right. Simple it's as It's just
1: that. an attitude of well, they're Christian, so they'll have to speak with God about it.
0: Like it's that
1: passiveness.
0: It's no accountability. Like they'll, they'll talk about
1: it, critique it, but that's as far as it'll go.
0: Yeah. So... So I'm just so happy, particularly since we're talking about visibility, I'm just so happy to see a queer person doing these very unveiled critiques of culture. Like usually gay artists in the from the past, not like we have a lot of them, queer artists, LGBT artists from the past, if they wanted to have a big, massive um, appeal, like mass appeal and be in pop culture, they had to be... Veiled like think about I talked about this earlier on my live show on YouTube Think about like uh The culture club like, um, what's that dude name? Um, boy, George think about I'm trying to think about You know just certain just all the queer artists they had to be showing how they're exactly like um Straight people they had to be showing that they had to have this very veiled sense of who they are we make it imply we might have a little kissing scene holding hand scenes we got to show how normal we are we can't show um You know, anything that may be deemed negative, that was a bad representation, there's a certain level of respectability politics that was revolving around queer images because you knew how sensitive these people on the other side was and how uh, sensitive our own community is about what is being represented. So it had to be this perfect, pristine, oh, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, chameleon. That whole song, they're tipping around being happy, walking around. You get what I'm saying? It's it's kinda just we had to have this regular these regular images. I'm glad that we are at a point where we can have controversial images that are you get what I'm saying? That I rooted in shaking some motherfucking shit up and trolling and blah, 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 blah. I love that we have an artist like that now, particularly a young artist like little Nas, who is shaking it up. I think that that is amazing. I think that is it is brilliant marketing. He also has some shoes that I think is cool. It's a Jeep <laughs> I forgot version. about them. I'm not going to buy them. but he has some shoes he's got the demonic quote-unquote ones he got the Satan ones and then there's some Jesus ones too people keep talking about the Satan one but there's some Jesus one too so the Satan ones are black and red and the Jesus ones are white and blue (laughs)
1: people also some people also need to understand that not everybody's gonna have your views regardless if he's whatever he's doing Nobody nobody has to view shit like you. Nobody has to have the same religion as you. Like nobody has to worship the same thing. And then they either you agree with it or you don't. Like, right? and that's fine. And they always it tell you, you to is. go to
2: hell that you're gonna go to hell in your abomination. So bitch, when I show you that I went there, what's the issue?
0: <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Boom. That's,
1: that's how honest. I look at it ain't my fucking business. What he doing?
0: What, what he want to do with his life, with his videos, with his music. Like, don't concern me. Don't put money in my pocket. What's the agenda? The agenda and is happy. Y- bitch. I don't know what else that I find is interesting. So, of course, we know the conservative Christian, Um, you know, all the conservative Christian, and there's no race to that. There's some black ones, there's some white ones, blah, 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 blah. What I find interesting is the gays the gays who are reading little Nas, like uh, that's looking at it very, now you ain't got to like it, but there, I feel like I'm seeing a really a connection between and hypocrisy. I see the gays who look at WAP and be like, yes, but then they look at little Nas doing this controversial thing And they like, oh no, that's just too much. (laughs) Then I hear, then I hear, um, you know, the hot they're like, they're like, oh, I'm not interested in WAP, and I'm definitely not interested in that. And I'm like, you motherfuckers are too, nobody cares about your interests. Little Nas X is not making music for you. <laughs> Yo, particularly this dude. He was, I'm like, you old and straight. Don't ain't nobody making no music for you. <laughs> mm-hmm. You old conservative and straight. Somebody maybe, but little Nas is not making music for you. So your interest and in Cardi B didn't make what for you. <laughs> Cardi right. and Megan made what for niggas who don't give a fuck. They want to see some ass shaking and for the, the chicks and films to turn up. <laughs> you yes. I mean? Like dudes want to see some ass shaking and see sexy chicks twerking, blah 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 to get these views up. But it also was more anthem for people like us, films. To be like, yeah, bitch, you got some wop, bitch. Particularly people, w- and even more particularly people with vaginas. <laughs> so... You get what I'm saying? This ain't for y'all dick-toting, dusty, hard ankle ass. It really not for you. If you want to come look and get your life, yes, we want the niggas who like to see WAP and who like WAP and who, you know, we making it, yeah, come look at us, but this is really about an anthem for women and, and saying, hey, being proud of you got this bad-ass WAP. So this ain't for your dusty ass. <laughs> this ain't for you. So nobody cares about your opinion. And then the gay dudes, like nigga, you there's a film, there is a anti-film culture embedded in the gay male community, in the gay community, period. The yeah, LGBT.
2: because they know like they know that their privilege comes with um no associating ass- society, like with, with masculinity. With, with masculinity and and associating society the like the way they, that society says a man is supposed to be in. That's right.
0: where that privilege comes from. No, the that, more the no. people who I have seen give little Nas the most negative critique, shallow, dusty, dry ass critique has been fucking femme men. Like fem, like fem pessimistic ass men. I have you yeah, you get the I expect that from the church, da, da, da. but I'm talking about the LGBT men. I have seen them give some of the most dry, dusty ass critiques. Like that's as far. Oh, oh, this is so typical. Dancing with the devil. Is that that's just you're gonna take it, you're not even gonna try to attempt to critique it on a deeper level. You're gonna stick it, you're gonna do just like the um conservative people and stick it just right there. I'm not saying that this is supposed to be deep. This is quite un this is quite, like I said, unveiled. It's quite you know simple it's not simple symbolism but you making it seem like he's the only fucking artist that is just doing a stereotypical stunt to be shocking right. this is this is in the vein of madonna gaga uh, you know these are things that artists do the shocking ex- You know particularly around religion this is thing fucking artists do man so why are you acting but all of a sudden because it's somebody in your community because i feel like you have internalized homophobia (laughs) but when when somebody else do it like a madonna a gaga it and and make these kind of controversial you know um Give these kind of controversial imagery. You don't look at it as negative. You give them the snaps and the yes, bitch da 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 But soon as it's one of your own because you have internalized um, homophobia, you on some "Uh -uh, Uh-uh, uh-uh, this is too far, da-da-da. And that's not all of them. I see a lot of queer people that live But it's certain particular ones that I also see quite A lot of misogyny into I see, I see misogyny and internalized homophobia and a lot of respectability. Like they want gay to be a particular type of gay, a particular type of class, a particular type of level. You can't be, they're the people who say things like, Yeah, I'm film, but I'm not that kind of film. I'm I'm gay, but I'm not that kind of gay. And they may not even be uber masculine, but they're not, they're not flamboyant. They're not a queen. They're they're refined. You remember like on pose when that one Dude was in the hospital, um, sick with Pray Tell, and he was like, Oh, I'm not one of them type of gay men. Mm-hmm. That one that was like a teacher or a professor that looked down on Pray Tell ball scene community, those type of dudes. You see, those that this type of um respectability that certain classes, gay guys, classes all of that, and so I, I, it's really, I wanted to kind of name that and talk about that because I am seeing that a lot in my um, on my feed, on Twitter, and on, um, and I don't want to say a lot. Most people are like, yes, bitch, word out. But there is a particular type of guy that I'm seeing that have a lot of things in common when it comes to the gays and but did you would
2: you? I mean, are you gagging though? Because I mean we got trash in our community
0: too. No, I'm not gagging. I'm not gagging. I just wanted to mention it that we see you, bitch. We see your internalized homophobia coming up. We see mm-hmm. your um mm-hmm. classes, mm-hmm. bullshit. We see it, we see it. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yes, make sure y'all check it out. And um, little Nas, keep doing your thing, little Nas X. Keep doing your thing. He's so cute. He's so chocolatey. He's like a chocolatey little button drop. So cute. <laughs> little, little nose and little lips. I live for him. I love it. Love it. Love it. Mm-hmm. He's such an adorable little boy. So keep wearing it out. Keep sharing your art. Keep shaking this motherfucker up. You are, this is marketing genius. <laughs> Wear it out. Keep shaking it up. You went, you they thought that old town road was gonna be one little fluke and here you go again with something else shaking the whole little culture up i fucking live keep doing that period uh, i think we did a show because i don't we are to the point where it's getting too long <laughs> oh, okay, okay. so yes i think we did a show y'all
2: Okay. Um, wow before we got but at the end of Women's History in, in oh, at the end of Women's in History Month, um, Tina Turner um, had uh, put her um, documentary that she did herself on HBO, and it's so inspiring. Mia. It breaks.
0: Mia, why are you bringing up Tina Turner? Well, she said
2: we was in there. Oh yeah, but I why well, I just
0: <laughs> We going to talk about it. We just going to talk about it next week. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay. We still going to talk about it, but I just it's getting too long. It's we're almost at 2 hours now. Oh yeah. <laughs> No, I just wanted to let them uh, t- uh, let them know to t- uh, check it out before end okay, the end of Okay, so t- that's what you say. Yeah. Uh, so say before we go next week, we're going to talk about
2: yeah, so before we go next week, we're going to talk about... Um,
0: Don't say it fast like you're rushing. <laughs>
2: before we go, next week, we're going to be talking about Tina Turner and her... <laughs> and, and her her um, documentary that she has on HBO. Definitely go check it out. Support, support this phenomenal woman. She... <laughs> she thought her career was going to end at the separation and it actually begun in her middle age so she broke all the stereotypes of what a woman in hollywood was supposed to be and do at her age so wear it out
0: yeah so we will be talking about that next week and yeah i'll see y'all next week all right <laughs> all Thanks, right sir. happy trans day of visibility y'all
2: yes happy
0: tdov bye bye well that's it thank you for coming and getting a taste of Marsha's plate you can listen to us on itunes and soundcloud make sure you leave a review because we really need those five stars y'all
2: and go like our facebook page and leave some comments we'll be posting exclusive content every thursday so you definitely don't want to miss out
1: you can also follow us on Twitter and any other social media site at Marsha's Plate. If you'd like to donate or advertise with us, hit us up at diamondstyles at gmail.com. That's diamondstyles at gmail.com. And that's it for
0: us, y'all. Bye. Bye bye. You gonna say bye, me? Yeah? Oh, bye, y'all. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Every little thing's gonna be alright. gonna be alright.
1: It will be all right It will be all right baby.